Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Ah, tastes good. Tastes really good. Ah. Let's see. Today is Thursday, December 2nd, 2021. I have my little Christmas tree beside me now. Little USB light up Christmas tree. Isn't it cute? Actually, it's starting to look a little frumpy, I think. Uh, it maybe just needs to be unbent a bit. There. Is that better? <laughs> uh, so here we are, December already. I mentioned to my mom that uh, I was thinking this weekend I don't have anything scheduled. Hallelujah. Um, and so I do have things I want to get done, but nothing I am scheduled to do. And I was thinking I would like to maybe get some of the Christmas decorating done. I am not a decorate on the Friday after Thanksgiving kind of gal. Um, but, and I don't like to decorate too early because to me, it takes away the specialness of the holiday, but I'm considering doing most of the decorating this weekend. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I may do most of the decorating this weekend and put up the tree next weekend. Um, but if I, if it works out, I may just do it all this weekend, do the tree early. Um, sort of depends on how David feels. We should also probably like go do the present shopping for the people we need to ship to and get that done and shipped out. It would make me happy to front load either of those activities and then be able to enjoy the season. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned on here, uh, but that I am eating a lot less sugar, um, that I've really tried to drop my refined sugar intake down to less than a hundred grams a day or even less than that. I'm not worrying about, um, natural carbs so much, but I'm definitely trying to reduce the sugar thing. And I did fairly well over Thanksgiving. I did not have a lot of sugar over Thanksgiving. Um, and I feel better for it. It's definitely helping. But I bought a book that was successfully advertised to me. Um, I do not recall the venue. I don't remember how they got to me. But it was um, a cookbook that's baking with less sugar. And it was on sale for $1.99. So I bought that. And I'm going to check out those recipes and see if I can do some... Um, holiday baking, make us some treats. It's, I guess it, it uses a whole lot of natural sugars instead, like honey and maple syrup and so forth. So I'm going to try that and see, um, see how we do. Cause you know, you don't want to do the holiday season with no treats, but if I can do, well, maybe you would, um, I don't want <laughs> to, um, although I, I'm finding, I don't miss the treats that much. Uh, and it's definitely worth it to um, feel better and so forth. Uh, I think I really need to do some yoga. <laughs> um, we'll see if I get to it this afternoon. I know I need to make it a thing where I get to it, um, but we'll see. Um, you know, it was funny. I was having a conversation with 
with some other self-publishers and talking about the thing about being, you know, there are some people who really insist on being called indies or independent authors instead of self-publishers. And, you know, it's an interesting go round. I've been having this conversation with people for a long time. And, you know, there are people who don't like identifying as a self-published author because of the stigma, you know, and they feel like it's still regarded as being less than traditionally published. And, you know, for me, I don't have any, any shame or any feeling of less than by saying that I self-publish. And it's been pointed out to me that part of that is because, sorry, I'm having a mess with my hair here, that part of that is because I'm also traditionally published. So I like have the trad pub validation, uh, you know, and, and I think that's a fair point that I, I already have the, the various kinds of validation that make it easy for me to be uh, a proud self-publishing author. But at the same time, so here's my take um, that, first of all, I think calling yourself an indie or an independent author doesn't change the fundamental thing that people look down upon with self-publishing. I mean, you're swapping out a word, but it's not the word that they're tweaking to. Um, and people who are snobs who think that only trad publishing is a legitimate path and that uh, anyone who is self-publishing, it's because they couldn't make it through the gatekeepers. Um, you know, fuck them. <laughs> really, you know, it's like, and calling yourself an indie instead of a self-published author is not going to change their minds. You know, that's like these people are going to think what they're going to think. Someone else I know who is a self-published author says, you know, his opinion is that we should just own it, you know, reclaim the term and own it. And when I suggested this to someone who um, was pretty adamant about being called Indies, uh, this other guy said, um, uh, he, he just really rejected that idea. That was ridiculous. And it occurred to me that you know, I'm very much about reclaiming terms and owning them, but I feel like as a woman, as someone who writes erotic and romance crossover, that I have long been in the position of taking terms that have been hurled at me as insults and attempts to make me feel less than and owning them, reclaiming them and owning them. Um, and I kind of wonder if this guy, uh, I won't give you his stats, but you could guess. Um, I wonder if he's ever been in the position of having to do that. You know, in some ways I feel like if having people say, oh, you're only a self-published author. Yeah, it's obnoxious. I totally get it. But if that's like the worst thing that anybody has ever said to you and insulted you for, then, you know, maybe you're doing okay. I just think about a lot of people who are, you know, subjected to 
you know, racism and misogyny and homophobia and transphobia and all of these other things where they are fighting for very basic rights um, as human beings, like being able to use a bathroom in public. Uh, you know, it's like, it's just really hard for me to want to climb on that hill about being called a self-published author or being called an indie instead of a self-published author. But whatever. I mean, we can all do our thing. I just think it's, I just think it's interesting, you know, what, what, where people plant their flags. And uh, I can't remember what it was I was talking about a little while back when Colleen Champagne kind of called me out on it and said that she thought it was a strange hill to die on. And I was like, well, I'm not going to die on it. <laughs> I don't remember what it was now. I don't know. That's uh, how many hills do you even want to climb, much less plant flags and battle for them. So I am, um, I wrote about this on my blog yesterday, but um, on Tuesday I had a little bit of a crisis um, because, and forgive me if you've already read the blog, but so I knew and I've talked about it here. I knew that I was going to have to push back the release date for Grey Magic, for book three in Bonds of Magic. And I'm very sorry. Um, I knew I was going to have to do it because I agreed to write the secret project for Agent Sarah, which is out on submission. Um, we've had a couple of passes, including from my dream editor. My dream editor, editor like always likes my books but doesn't love them. And she always passes. Um, and, and, and I said to agent Sarah, I said, she is never going to buy any of my books. And Sarah said, well, certainly not this one. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> and I do not mean that as anything against Sarah. That's, that's her job to be chirpy, but you know, it's like this woman does not like my, I know it's, she does like my book. She doesn't love them. She doesn't, I don't know. She doesn't think they're, commercially viable or whatever. They don't hit our sweet spot. So we've had two passes. We have um, some interest. One editor asked me some questions about where it's going. So that's always promising and uh, thought that it seemed the story seemed cinematic. So that would be nice. So anyway, I knew when I took out that time to write for Sarah that um, poor Sarah. I wouldn't have done it, you know, if she didn't really want me to do it. So that's why it's for Sarah. But I realized um, that I would be pushing back the date for Grey Magic. And I thought, oh, well, that's okay, because we have Fire of the Frost coming out December, and I'll just have Grey Magic come out in January. So Tuesday, I was kind of looking at my schedule, and I thought, you know, because I got my reminder from Amazon saying, you know, you need to upload the book in so many days. And I thought, okay, well, I, I should figure out, I should go ahead and push this date out. So I was looking at my schedule and I was figuring out, like, I thought, okay, I'm going to be kind to myself, you know, like what would be, you know, give myself some, a few days off for Christmas, you know, travel and all of that. And, you know, make sure I have time to revise it, you know, and what's a comfortable schedule. So I picked my date and I went to Amazon already to push back the uh, release date and 
for some reason, I guess I just didn't realize because I don't do this very often. I don't normally push back dates. And yes, I know I've done it a couple times recently. I did it with Fire of the Frost, which was not my fault. My story's ready. Um, and I pushed back, was it um, Dragon's Daughter? I think because I simply did my math wrong. So, but this is like the first time that's been like, I cannot get this thing you know, you know what I'm saying. So I went in to change the release date and I had my new date all picked out and I've discovered, which maybe I knew this, but like somehow it didn't penetrate my brain that you can only push it out 30 days. So I could only push it out to January 19th. And I was like, shit, you know, that moment, you know, it's like you almost imagine the, uh, you know, our lives are so influenced by video now, right? You know, I'm imagining the camera going, boom, you know, on my shocked and horrified face. So I like go back to my spreadsheets and I start crunching my numbers. And it's like, I can't get this book released by January 19th. I cannot do it, at least not at my 3000 words a day. So then I started like messing with my numbers. And those of you who have been with me for a long time know that it's always a bad sign when I try to increase my daily word count. And I was like, well, maybe I could do 3,500 words a day instead of 3,000. And I was thinking maybe I could work one day on the weekends. And even then it would have been tight. And, and I had to have a little come to Jesus moment with myself. And just as an aside, I've noticed like this is something I say, like the come to Jesus moment. And I noticed that like younger people, like people don't always know what I mean when I say that. I say it in Sifwa sometimes and people kind of give me the head tilt. Um, <laughs> is this like not a thing anymore? Whereas I know it comes from my family, my my Irish Catholic family, you know, and it's like, um, you know, the, the come to Jesus moment is like when you confess your sins and accept your uh your penalty what is it you know like you have to say so many rosaries and fast or you know like whatever you have to do your penance <laughs> so but i think that's funny and i totally i actually mean it in a totally non-secular way but i may have to flense it from my vocabulary because it may be just entirely too christian for today's vernacular but for now with myself i had my come to jesus moment where it was like okay jeffy if you try to meet this accelerated schedule, you will stress yourself the fuck out. And I'm trying, I'm trying not to do that. Plus I've got storm princess and the Raven King on pre-order also. Um, and if I totally crashed myself out writing gray magic, I wouldn't get that book written on time. So, so I went to, uh, I did what any good modern author does. I went to my networks and I asked various people, asked the Faro gals on Discord. I um, asked the indie author group at Sifwa, indie authors. And I asked um, a couple of my other Facebook groups, you know, and saying, has anyone had to do because see, this is the deal and only Amazon does this, but of course, Amazon is, is the big one. You know, it's where I have, you know, tons of free pre-orders. Um, 
I don't want to lose my sweet, sweet pre-orders. You know, and of course other people will weigh in and say, well, this is why I don't do pre-orders because it's stressful. And it's like, I totally get that, but I love the pre-orders. And I, I, that's like one of my main strategies is capturing those pre-orders with the series. Um, you know, and, and other people won't do it, but anyway, so only Amazon, uh, does this, but if you push back, you can push back your release date once. And if you do it a second time, then you lose your pre-order privileges for a year. You can't set up pre-orders and you also lose all of your sweet, sweet pre-order numbers if you do it a second time. So, and I was like, I'm going to have to do this. Yeah. Hush. I don't know why this, I'm getting a notice that I have low storage space on my computer, which I shouldn't have, but it's probably like a previous version of windows is on there or something. I hate it when it does that. So anyway, the upshot of what I've heard from people is that there are two avenues to do this is that you can push your release date back once. Now I'm getting that there's a local, uh, that my local backup might not work on this uh, recording. Definitely time to clear some stuff out. Sorry for all of the distractions. Like I turn off notifications except for like these ones from windows. I can't destroy. I would like to. Okay. So anyway, there's two ways to deal with this that you could go ahead, reset to 30 days, then do your second 30 day reset when that time comes and then contact Amazon and Gravel and ask to have your pre-order privileges reinstated which apparently they will do if you're like not a perennial offender or um, you can call Amazon, explain the situation. They've apparently been kinder because global pandemic and ask to move the release date out more than 30 days. <clears throat> so that's, I'm going to take option two and I'll see how that works. I haven't done it yet. Um, so I know like assistant Kareem emailed me and said, gray magic is still showing is releasing on December 20th. And I'm like, I know it's a lie. I just haven't changed it yet. Um, so I need to call Amazon and request that. And hopefully they will just give me the two new dates and I will report back on how that works. So I apologize for those of you waiting. Um, I know that Many of you are in agony over Storm Princess and the Raven King. Uh, I did not plan to drag that series out this long. Um, best laid plans. It, like in the original conception, it would have been done by like this fall. <laughs> but then I ended up interweaving the two series doing Bonds of Magic and Heirs of Magic, um, which I don't know if I would do it again. In some ways it's been good. Um, it's been good for me to write in the two different worlds. It's also, um, it's been good in that bonds of magic has sold much better than heirs of magic. And it's been interesting to see that, you know, like I might, if I'd done them at different times, it might've been like, well, maybe it's just like a different year and that sort of thing. So it's just interesting to see which things sell better than others. Um, but 
I do have on my list for this weekend probably to plan out my schedule for next year and see what I'm writing next. I know some of you are still campaigning for um, an Ambrose spinoff series from Forgotten Empires. Could be fun. Um, I do have a few things planned for next year, but at least um, Grey Magic and Storm Princess will tie up those series and then I can decide if I'm going to move on. I think I'm definitely going to write more in the Bonds of Magic world. I really um, love that world. And there's a lot of possibilities there. So um, on that note, I will remind you all that First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network and you will find more podcasts. You'll find more podcasts that you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.